Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Well, you put your point break in, you put your point break out, you stick your point break in, and then you swirl it all around. You do the point break and then you surf it up around. That's what we're all about. I don't know where that came from, but there we go. We're starting. It's point break minute where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of point break. One minute at a time, right? One minute? Yep. That's one minute at a time. I'm Marin Kennedy. And I'm Jess Lowe. And I'm Jonathan Howell. Welcome, Jonathan. What podcast are you from? I'm from the Minute Impossible podcast. We break down the movie Mission Impossible one minute oh, at a time. Oh, Mission Impossible. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for joining us. Thanks no for, problem. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for taking a break from your uh, um, very sleek spy movie to the uh, rather um, messy, messy uh, sort of Neanderthal ways of Point Break. This movie, uh, I guess I get to get all my stuff out for- early on in this <laughs> this movie has a special place in my heart because it's okay. one of those movies where you look at it and you look and you go okay yeah point break it's a surf movie and then it starts and you're like okay what what why is this person surfing and why is he shooting and why are the, all the a's <laughs> points is that the point of point break and this <laughs> there's so yeah. many questions this movie has and my minutes may not cover those but i'm gonna talk about them anyway oh yeah that's, that's the idea if you have anything outside of these minutes as i said uh, i think in in most of the messages i send our guests no rules just right um so do whatever you want say whatever you want it's your just time. like the outback steakhouse just like outback steakhouse that's one thing we have in common with them um, yeah, I remember going, doing the first couple of minutes and that cu- the cutting between the surfing and then Keanu Reeves shooting at the the range and giving that thumbs up. And it's I like, mean, it's all it's awesome. I like yeah. his. I, I'm a big John Wick fan, so in, oh, he, oh yeah. yeah. So I like his action. I actually get action minutes. I have action lawnmower minutes. So you do yeah. have the lawnmower is honestly one of my favorite things, and we'll we'll get to that. Uh, so yeah. Um, this uh this minute fifty five and it starts right off with the uh, good old uh the quarterback punk Johnny Utah throwing a tackle to Warchild. You want to yeah take I us s- away, Jessa? So Johnny sneaks up on Warchild and basically sideways body slams him out of a window into a bamboo hedge, then into the neighbor's yard, which, as we all know, is the most effective way of wrestling somebody. Yeah, trying to make an arrest. I, I've pointed out uh, that I've observed in the, mo- the the minute that Warchild is trying to get out of this window to escape, and Johnny Utah kind of just helps him out with that, gets him out to the backyard where he can run away. Um, and I think it would be yeah, get him into a bigger space, possibly yeah, more effective to like keep him in the house so that he can be confined. But he's well, got to. I'm do that. taller. <laughs> he's got to do that quarterback <laughs> yeah. that. Well, I guess quarterbacks don't tackle people that much, but well, I'm thinking no. because he's so he's so itty bitty that maybe he was using his like because who, who's so itty bitty? Well, I they're mean, both pretty big guys, I think. Well, Johnny's relatively itty bitty, relatively compared to like what? <laughs> who Warchild? I, yeah, I yeah, guess. yeah. Warchild's like a monster, and think, like in comparison, I, I, I think, think they seem about the same size to me. Although okay. Warchild is much more intimidating. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe Johnny's presence is so small. It's mostly his name. 
It's mo- yeah. It is mostly the name. When you get past the name, he actually isn't that intimidating, especially if you look at what he's wearing in these minutes, which I think we went over before. But he, I, he, it occurred to me that he, he looks kind of like a pirate at a Renaissance fair. I thought he more looked like an, somebody from Hackers had a baby <laughs> oh, with yeah. a pirate. Yeah. I thought of him as an extra from Lost Boys. Love yeah, it. Yeah, that's yes. pretty good. Yes. With all He's definitely things. standing behind sexy sax man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oily sax man. He's like, I'm on the keyboards. I'm War Child. Yeah. With <laughs> I that graffiti. The ivories. That graffiti vest and all the rings. Yeah. Oh, he's he. I, this is the second time in this movie that uh, Keanu Reeves, or excuse me, Johnny Utah, worst name ever, <laughs> has has used his skills as a tackler, which he doesn't have, no, to get a, a to move the, the plot forward. We learned we learned earlier in the movie. Bodie knows who he is because he tackles him in the water, and that's <laughs> when he recognizes him. Yep. Which always makes me go, no, that's I would if if Joe Montana tackled me in the ocean i wouldn't go you're joe montana famous (laughs) quarterback as we pointed out as well like he's not he was a college football player yeah i guess it would be more like he wasn't in the nfl so like like johnny manzel more like more like that like oh johnny manzel who who flamed out of real football and we had to go back to college and is now playing for the for a canadian team (laughs) thank you for tackling me in the water i now recognize you i wouldn't recognize no I, i don't know football things but you know, more than me, I didn't know a single, those were all like sports words, sports words. That's literally the most I know. And it's, That's it's all even, I know. Yeah, it's even more inexplicable, as we, as we said, that like these surfer bank robbers uh, are big college football fans. Yeah. But I guess, you know, whatever. I like anyone, two anyone... things. I like tasty waves and the Southeastern Conference of football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, and one other thing that we learned that Warchild's character likes is belly button tattoos because... Oh, yeah, we have to get in. This is a big... uh... This is belly button tattoo gate because you see in the beginning of the scene, he has a tattoo on his stomach. Myrn and I paused it multiple times. This is major, you know, going frame by frame. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He has a belly button... That's a whole other show. Oh, yeah. Point break frame. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, second by second. Good thing um, this wasn't like filmed in the seventy frames per second, like The Hobbit, and then we'd be here forever. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good. Hey, you're lucky because James Cameron was lurking around this set. Oh, it can was... easily have been done. Yep. Yes. Why is this IMAX? I don't know, but it is. <laughs> he would have given uh, given Bodhi a submarine, and they would have had like an underwater bank robbery scene, and yeah, that would have been pretty cool. That would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it would have been a throwback to. Um... Uh, sexy beast because don't they try to rob the bank from underwater in sexy beast uh yeah yeah that would have been kind of cool that also yeah. br- that oceans 12 me... too they oh. uh, yeah, yeah. they lift that uh venice house up oh they don't rob it from underwater but they you know oh. there's water involved yeah to, to that, get it. that actually reminded me i learned something i was listening to minute impossible to uh sort of get to know get to know the voice of jonathan howell um, Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you you pointed out something that I didn't know, which was that uh, Catherine uh, Bigelow was formerly married to Brian De Palma. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then his wife was also with Jane. Like they switched. Spouses. They switched wives. Yes. Yeah. Oh, weird. They literally yeah. switched wives, and it's. I mean, not at the same time. Each had unconscious unconscious uncoupling first, conscious yes. uncoupling first, and then, but they literally just switched. I think Brian De Palma uh, got the better end of the deal. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think that Bigelow got the good end of the deal with James Cameron, as we've learned, because James Cameron's been married six times. <laughs> yeah. So he's, yeah. yeah. Well, he's done it the most, so he's great at it, right? That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it yeah. works. Yeah. Um, she didn't know who he was until she ta- he tackled her in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, you must be Aren't you uh, James Cameron? Writer, Soon director be, of, uh, uh, of Terminator, James Cameron, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know you from that tackle anywhere. Yeah, you tackled me you. very Terminator-like, and I just, uh, yeah. So, Long tangent short, there's a belly button tattoo. <laughs> yeah, back to the belly button yeah, tattoo gate. Yes. Yeah, let's and, get on to this. Yeah, it's because this is to me pretty major. That there's a belly button tattoo at the beginning of the scene, and then no belly button tattoo at the end of the scene. As you'll see, his tummy becomes blank. Yeah, there's a few frames where you get a really good view of his belly button yeah. as uh, as Utah's wrestling with him, and uh, it's ho- yeah. I'm sorry, it's, I, I was interrupting. I apologize. Go on. I, I was pretty much done. I was just saying there was a good view of his belly button as uh, as Utah was wrestling with him. It's hard to find like behind the scene notes on this movie. A lot of them, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, that's just a, a reshoot. Something yeah. with oh, the, yeah. something with the lawnmower didn't look right. And they're like, we got to bring you back in to put have you push Keanu into the mower yeah. more. Yeah, for sure. Or yeah. something, and then they're like, "Dude, I don't have the tattoo anymore." I, I assume he t- that's how War Child talks. I know it's not how he <laughs> yeah. talks, but. and that's how tattoos work. You just you can get them removed just very well, easily. In my mind, War Child is a classically changed, trained Shakespearean actor <laughs> who happened to be working in uh, L.A. at the time. I don't yeah. have that tattoo anymore. Do you hear me? <laughs> yeah. His name's like Phineas Warchild. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because his character's name and the actor's name, last name are the same. Yes. It's yes. like a like anytime a John Belushi got a show, you know, they call it, you know, they call him by the, always by their first name, Tim mm. the Toolman Taylor and they oh, always yeah. get they always <laughs> yeah. get these comedians get their first name. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And Warchild is uh yeah, among them. Yeah. He was a he was a comedian who had a sitcom. War of the child. Sussex Warchilds? Yes. <laughs> Warchild and Co. Yeah. So the Sussex Warchild. What is it of? You, you said you saw it. Oh, it's like, it? it looks like a tribal design, like something that would be on your bicep, but maybe it's like a sun. Yeah, it's something. what you'd expect him to have. Yeah, it was yeah. like a, a sort of like, you know. Hippie kind of sun, like with a face on it, probably. Okay. Hippie's the wrong word. And the the belly button well, okay. was probably its mouth or something like that. The the tattoo on the back of certain people is called a. I don't want to say it. It's a. Oh, I, yes. yes. Stamp. Yes. yes. Uh, I don't uh, like uh, that word. It's not a great. It's not a great term for what it is. What yeah. do you call it on a dude on their belly button? <laughs> like, does it have a name? It's, I think uh, like the manhole into... or something. I, I, mean, I don't know what that word. Earlier that minute and call it the uh, the body shot target. Oh, oh that's good. I like yeah, that. I like that. It's really good. So if you're really drunk and you're doing trying to do a body shot, you just then that'll help you guide. That's guide, right. We have talked about body shots before yeah. on this. Well, there's a body shot scene oh, at the party. Yeah, I forgot about well, that. Well, there's so many ripped chests in <laughs> yeah. this movie. This movie is uh, very... The only time that I'm glad there's shirts is when Gary Busey's on screen. <laughs> yeah. As a uh, as an older, larger man, I'm just like, Gary, cover that up. <laughs> well, and Gary he... Busey in this movie has an unlimited supply of Tommy Bahama shirts. Yes. Yeah. And cocaine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Just, we'll see in the right. next minute. He yeah. is uh, he is cocaine ridden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was actually reading some interesting Anthony Kiedis stories. Um, oh, yeah. I get oh, sucked yeah, yeah. down yeah. those ranker listicles like... <laughs> like a bad addiction and it's uh 
you know, Anthony Kiedis has his his uh, dark dark times too, which I did mm. not realize because I I don't really know the Chili Peppers lore. I think as well. Oh as... yeah, one of their one of their the original guys died from overdose, so mm. it it hit them very hard. Yeah, they were uh, they're some wild dudes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they brought Flea's some... a grandfather now, so it's, he's not so wild. Is... Oh, wow. Wait, Anthony Kiedis is a grandfather? No, Flea, no, Flea is. Oh. Uh, Anthony Kiedis may be also. I just I know Flea know. is, which always makes me laugh because I think of Flea from Back to the Future. Oh, because he, he's in those movies, which is bizarre. Also, this yeah. is a weird time for them. And this the is big, a weird time yeah. for the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> and the Big Lebowski. Those are the, that's what I usually. Yeah, think wasn't he also like the the like the youngest child that didn't speak in the Wild Thornberries cartoons? You wait, could be right. I, what? I, wait, hang on. <laughs> How do we? F- I, I've never seen the Wild Thornberries. No, no, I mean, sorry, that didn't make sense at all. No, it didn't. <laughs> He's the youngest child that doesn't speak. Well, that could be me. You don't know that. <laughs> that could be anyone. <laughs> no, I mean, like he would go like. Bah, 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 bah. And like, oh, like make noises. Yeah, he was like the missing link between monkey and man. Oh, and I think that describes Flea very well. Yeah. Yep, um, he was Donnie. Donnie, that was his name. Oh, For nice. 89 episodes. Of, of Flea as is of that small cartoon child. but And Lacey yeah. Chabert and Tim Curry. It was Tom a good Kane. show. I never watched it. I, I, I think I was freaked out by the cartoon. And also, what year is this? 90... 98 i was in uh i was graduating from college so oh well if you, a lot of people yeah. i feel like a lot of people these days at least do watch a lot of cartoons in college but i don't know if yeah. that's they the do case in, in that, i watched that animaniacs oh, oh okay so, yeah nice yeah because that like spoke to us yeah while we <laughs> had a few beverages mm-hmm. yes yeah i remember i was always really really freaked out and to this day i still kind of have like flashbacks to uh rocco's modern life i loved rocco's modern life i just scared it was it was so unsettling to me i don't know i really liked heifer the cow on that show he's my favorite all right yeah so uh johnny and warchild are wrestling for a moment then warchild wriggles by the way i have to mention that the the lawnmower man you know, not not Jeff Fahey, but the lawnmower man <laughs> in this movie who is who's using a lawnmower is still here. He's still kind of just looking on. Well, he isn't. Yeah, Warchild's like just pushed him out of the way, and I think knocked his hat off. Yeah, yeah. But this is like we were we were discussing this. Like, would he have heard the like shotgun blasts that have gone? No off way, no way. Over that lawn, yeah, it's just such maybe... a raucous lawnmower. I mean, that lawnmower is like. More powerful than any normal lawnmower, anyway. So I don't know what kind of grass that guy's got. He's yeah. having to deal with deal with all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, Jesse, we'll you assume... said you said Jesse that he was uh, uh, hit the neighbor. Do you think maybe he's the lawn care guy because he's wearing all I... tan? Well, Murin was wondering that too, but his truck doesn't have any signage on well, it. We don't know if that's his truck. There, there is that's... a truck in the background that looked to me kind of like the truck that uh, a landscaping company would have, but uh, you can't quite tell. Yeah, so, but if you were my, the guys who load, mowed my lawn at my house when I was a kid, uh, when I was older and went to college, they like came in and helped my mom. They didn't have a sign of their truck. I mean, there's like well, it was like a true. guy, yeah, named like you know like my name's Fred and I, I do lawns. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring my pickup truck. I don't know. I'm just it yeah. could definitely be the neighbor. Murrin was thinking that it was maybe even an FBI agent. Well, but... not an FBI agent from like I was I was saying he might be undercover with like a very like exclusive so he's deeper than he, tom sizemore's dea connection I think, yeah i think he maybe he's with the impossible mission force 
Maybe, or he, he didn't seem to have to color his hair like Tom no. Sizemore. He didn't. So, so angrily points out. Yeah. 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 Which I have a whole, whole confusion about, but we'll talk about when that, when that moment comes up. But the wrestle and push past lawnmower mm-hmm. man, then Johnny uses, um, sorry, just one moment. Johnny shoves him to the ground and gives him a couple of punches in the torso, just for good measure. Mm. And Johnny pulls Warchild up by the chin while sitting on him from behind. That's a wrestling move. Oh. I don't know what that's called, but it's like one of those moves where you grab the guy's chin, you pull upwards, and it like makes them hurt. Yeah, it freaks them out or something. I would think Warchild's big enough to be able to knock him off, but I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Regular law enforcement, you would think he would have like handcuffed him first before trying like a wrestling move, but Johnny doesn't quite get there. Well, you, yeah, we'll might... get to that in the next minute. But the uh, uh, Warchild's kryptonite seems to be handcuffs. Yeah, because the second yeah. they put him on, he literally loses. He can't stand up, and I'm yeah. like, that's not how handcuffs work. You could stand up with handcuffs on. No. I feel like it's kind of a, a, a maybe um, foreshadowing to how uh, how Bodie might react. Uh, but we'll get to that in another 50 or so minutes. Uh, I was going to say something. War Child. Oh, I was going to say uh, um, Utah may have a bit of a grudge here because these guys did beat him up earlier. So he might want to just like throw a few extra punches in there just to make him hurt. Mm, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Also, he's on a he's on a he's on a uh, on in the bust with them. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, not not bus, but uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not uh, sure. Uh, raid, raid. It's a raid. Yeah, yeah there. He's part of the raid. Which I'm already. I mean, going back, to even we keep going back as we're going forward. Why is Johnny here? Oh, for sure. Well, yeah, we went. Over Why would that. you bring a deep undercover FBI agent to this thing? Lord, Lord knows they. Not to mention that he showed up late. And right. like having slept yeah. on the beach with Tyler, and like if I feel like if we went over this, but if you show up late to a raid for the FBI, I feel like they've already called in backup and said you're done for the day. Like, and you may get arrested if you if you as an undercover person walked into a, a raid that was happening and just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, they would literally arrest you for blowing their cover. Because why are you just showing up? You shouldn't have this information. No, that's true. That's yeah. true. And like. Yeah, there's so many things that are at risk by Johnny being there yeah. that just, it it doesn't make sense. No. Um, yeah. So they struggle because Warchild is kind of slowly un- unsheathing, is that the word? Yeah. Unsheathing this huge hip knife. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, that's, his, that's his family knife, his yeah. crest. Yeah, yeah. The Warchilds of Sussex all have to carry those. <laughs> okay. It's passed on from, from generation to generation. And worn on the hip on the daily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I really appreciate that yeah. he has a knife with a sheath, by the way. It makes him look even more like a pirate. Yeah. I would, I, I, if we don't know what all that tattoo is, I hope it's just an arrow to the knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that when he this gets way. lost, he's like, oh, yeah, I have a knife. Hey, oh, it, thank it, God. It, it says, I have a knife upside down. So that when he looks down, he can actually see... Oh, I have a knife. And yeah. he remembers. Yeah, when he's so out of his mind on meth that he's, he's just like, ah, ah, oh, I have a knife. Oh, yeah. Thank God. My belly button told me so. Yeah. <laughs> so they struggle with the knife. Johnny gets Warchild down on the ground in front of the still running lawnmower. 
Johnny uses the lawnmower. It's a lot of fight choreography in this minute. You're going over it very well. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. A lot of detail. Thank you. It's like I was there. It, it was like you were there. I'm so glad. Johnny uses the lawnmower in the most dangerous move ever. <laughs> Instead of just like trying to like, you know, in a normal way, get the, I don't know if there's any normal way in this movie, but he uses the lawnmower blades to get the knife out of War Child's hand. The lawn, the uh, blade of the knife gets caught in the lawnmower, flings into oblivion, like nearly misses their heads. And again, there's a clear tummy shot, no tattoo. And then Warchild gets up, gets the upper hand, starts to push Johnny's head into the blades a bit. There's some like shot of the blades, shot of Johnny's head. They're struggling. And then the minute ends. So there you go. Minute 55. Or 56. Yes. Uh, not only why was he on the raid, why does that lawnmower not have a dead man switch? All, <laughs> all lawnmowers have dead man switches. And you might say, oh, this might have come out around the same time. Nope. I went and looked it up. You've had to have a lawnmower switch since 1978. Yeah. A that, dead man switch. There you so go. I was just trying to figure, I was like, because when the guy drops it, maybe it landed on its dead man switch, so it thinks it's still on, but that's not how dead man switches work. No. Yeah. yeah. The second you let go of it with your hand, the bar releases. I did not know that. I don't know if I've ever been like up and close personal with like a real electrical lawnmower. We had one of those like push ones when I was a kid. Well, that's not electrical. That's a that's <laughs> yeah, a gas powered one. Yeah, the machine ones. The yes, the machine ones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel as like opposed you- to like the hand walkie ones that you like walk with your like that's just your own power. Yeah, that, that's Th- what those, we had when I was a kid. Yeah, those yeah. suck. A, a real one is you know it's gas and blades and two hundred miles per hour and death. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I, it's it's rare that I've seen a a gas powered lawnmower that has the blades open like that as well. Yeah. Well, that's why again I think he might be a lawn care specialist. Oh. That seems uh, like the the snow blowers up here in Chicago that the snow blowing companies use are a hundred times more dangerous looking than mm-hmm. the ones we use. We use ones and they've got stuff all over them and they're real protective, but they're theirs are like have open blades because they're always in there fixing and pulling things out and like you know getting stuff out so i think they kind of rig them to a certain degree like the the hood around them so it's it's basically so it does the maximum amount of work they're professionals they can deal with it yeah Yeah. right right and that's why i was thinking this this that mower being i'm kind of a lawnmower man uh (laughs) not here in chicago i mean mean, pretty clearly yeah and, and when i was a kid i had to mow three lawns every saturday and it sucked and there were some of them were on hills some of them were just giant pastures and some of them had you know knobs from trees you know like so i had to like go over them and get around them with weed eaters and stuff and it's a nightmare and i i had two and these were walking lawnmowers these were not riding lawnmowers i had to Uh do everything by hand it sucked oh it stuck with you really seems like it really made an impression yep it it made an impression it's terrible it's awful i was (laughs) probably 14 when i started the same age my oldest is now and he doesn't know how to mow a lawn i yeah i mean i guess i I could probably figure it out but it's been i I haven't really mowed a lawn since like my childhood home i would say i probably did it and we had a a, you know manual no no motor i think i did it maybe a few times but yeah it was tough especially with that one now we can talk about it more in the next minute because there is more of it but we do get a good shot of the blades what do you think those blades are made out of in this shot? Because he's uh, really close. He is really and close. And it's not fake. It's not like yeah, perspective. That's a good point. What are those made out of? 
Uh, rubber? Rubber was still hurt. Maybe foam? Yeah, I'm just throwing I, things out. Like yeah. foam like Ben, but like a hard like a hard foam. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what would be good in case they got too close. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be something like foam. Uh, yeah, rubber would still yeah. mess you up if it was going that fast. I mean, it's also probably not going 200 miles an hour, but it, fast it enough. just... Yeah. It's fast enough where it blurs, so, I mean, it's going to hurt. Yeah. And I wonder if they sped up any sort of, like, any of the footage at all to make it look like it's going a little bit faster. I mean, their fight oh, yeah. their fight scenes don't look like they're sped up, but, but who knows? I mean, at some of those shots, it's just his hand holding uh, Utah's face. Yeah. So they could easily have slowed that or sped that up without it looking like, you know, he's, hold, like, holding his hand and it's mm-hmm. moving around. With, as long as they stayed still. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Now that has me really curious. Yeah. And what I looked are, it yeah, up. There's, I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Yeah. And someone like would have had to have built that built that contraption, like a, a lawnmower with, without metal blades. I guess they would take start. They'd probably start with like a real lawnmower and then just replace the blades, yeah. I assume. Yeah, just replace the blades and because uh, you can take it off. It's just a s- cylinder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That has a six, a swirl, six blade a blades reel. that swirl. Yeah. Yeah. It has like three or four blades. You could easily replace that. It's just, I mean, it would just be foam, shaped foam or something. Mm. It has to be something that when you spin it, it wouldn't get wobbly and fly off. Yeah. These are the kind of things that I think about when I look at minute-by-minute movies. There you go. That's What's that made out of? That's a good... Because I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled because Tom Cruise would have just done it in front of a real lawnmower. Yeah, that's true. He would have insisted that it be 100% real. I did not realize that Tom Cruise was that much of a... uh... A method actor, or a... he is when it comes Not to method, dangerous he's things. Just hardcore. Uh-huh. Like when uh, in a two, if you guys come on and do a Mission Impossible two with us, there's a scene where one of the guys takes a knife and it comes down within a half an inch from his eye. They built a contraption with a knife that would stop, and he had to practice not flinching. Oh, geez. They could have done it a hundred different ways, and they did it that way. Yeah, where the knife did come down at a speed. Like a, a fast speed in front of his eyeball. Oh my god! That's the beginning of Tom Cruise being insane. Yeah, it's the, before that. Before Mission Impossible two, the the stunts in one is, are fine. There's nothing that anyone couldn't have done. Other, I mean, the the balancing in the white room is very impressive. Mm-hmm. But someone trained could have learned how to do that. But I mean, that's insane. This is one of those things that will uh, that, that will expound on later in our show. But yeah, you guys, I was like, I was like, oh god, is this real? No, it's not real. It's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not insane like the, Tom Cruise. They're not going to hurt his beautiful face. No, no. It's amazing that Tom Cruise still has that beautiful face. Like after all the things he's done. Yeah. Like he's still. Anyway. I mean, I would, I would think Keanu Reeves and he are uh, the same age, and they're not. I know it's amazing how old Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is older, is. right? Oh yeah, we've been extolling it on uh, all the social medias. He's fifty-six, which is he insane. is set. He's seven years older than Wilford Brimley was as the old man in Cocoon. <laughs> Which is so crazy. Insane. Although, like, that he, just means Wilford Brimley is a <laughs> old trash man. He's like he's a goblin. Like, if he was 49 and looked like, like that's, he looked old for 49 at that point. But yeah. Ken Reeves is like 50 something. He's still like 50, right? I don't know. Yeah, he's definitely up there. He's but like he's, not, he's not 56. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. But we've yeah. also established that Keanu Reeves is a vampire, and so although Keanu Reeves, uh, the he, that last John Wick, he was moving around really well. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he still has it for sure, and he looks yeah. he looks good. But he's still, you know, we, when he has his beard, especially, you can see like, okay, he looks like you know a middle aged man at this point. Yeah, because he's not. He wasn't. I mean, I would never. 
I never thought Keanu Reeves was classically handsome. I thought he was interesting looking, but for movies, he was when he was clean shaven, he looked nice, yeah, and clean cut. Like yeah, a baby. I never thought I, I never saw him and went, "Ooh, that's an attractive gentleman." When you see Tom Cruise as a young man, you're like, "Wow, that's a good looking dude." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's very he look he has that sort of like classically like sort of model. Which actually brings us to our question that we ask all guests. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Are you a Bodie man or are you a Johnny man? And and in this movie only. And Bodie is not in these minutes, but I think you can probably pull up a mental picture. Yeah. I'm a Bodie man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the usual answer. We seldom get a Johnny. And I, yeah, I, it's not, and it's not Johnny's fault. No. Um, it's always the person who's always cooler is the Zen guy. Oh yeah, yeah. the the handsome Zen guy always shows up. Like when you think about, uh, let's go back to Lost Boys. Uh, I don't care about uh, David, mm-hmm. the handsome, the you know main character. I care about uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh yeah, Definitely. who's kind of like the goth, but kind of has it all figured out guy. Yeah, I'm always like, yeah, he's cool. I like him. Even though I know he's yeah. a vampire, yeah, he it's the same thing. He's 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 a bad guy, but he's a bad guy. But I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't care. And they're has... not nice. It's not like they're nice, like they're Robin Hood esque robbers. They're they're mean. They yell and call women the b word, and it's not good. Yeah, yeah. But so they're not nice guys. So I, there's no reason. I, there's no reason why I like him better. I just do. Also, I, in my mind, I like him as a person because this is the same time he's doing Dirty Dancing, and I love that. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. No, oh, yeah, totally. I think I think the Kiefer Sutherland in Lost Boys is a good like it's a good uh, sort of comparison to his character. They fill the same role, and uh, yeah, like Patrick Swayze in this, like he's definitely he's a bad dude, but like he has you really get into like his reasons and his philosophy in this, and that sort of like brings you to his side in a nice way. Yeah, but he's not in these minutes. So let's let's wrap it up. <laughs> And uh, say, um, we have uh, recommendations. Yeah. So every episode we do our recommendations. Do you want to kick us off? If I was going to shout out anything, I would shout out another uh, minute by minute podcast that I enjoy. Is that okay? Can we do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not mine. Uh, Titanic Minute. Awesome. If you're not listening to it, it's one of the funniest ones out there. Uh, it's by three guys who are friends, uh, Rob, Duff, and Joe. And uh, if you've ever wanted to watch people unravel as they watch 191 minutes of a movie, <laughs> that's the podcast for you. So it's kind about. of an endurance game for them. <laughs> it is at this point because the past mm, 100 minutes have been a sinking ship. Oh, and that's what happens every minute of every day. Oh, my God. It's awesome. Those it's poor awesome. souls. Yeah. Oh, it's and so I, fantastic. I, yes, I've not gotta... seen Titanic in many years, and I, I just, yeah, I do remember it being. Don't worry, they don't talk about it much. They don't <laughs> talk about <laughs> other things. It's awesome. That's what I like. <laughs> oh my god! Excellent. Yeah, Titanic minute. There's so many good minute by minute podcasts. You can find them all at what is it? Moviesbyminutes.com. Dot com. Dot com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I'll I'll take it away next. Um, I uh, I'm gonna go traditional and recommend a movie. I uh, recently watched Colossal, uh, starring Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis, and I thought it was fantastic. Um, it's a f- um, from the same director that did Time Crimes, which is one of our other favorite movies, which has been I think recommended at least twice. Yeah, now. I think you recommended it, and then uh, Eric Deutsch from mm-hmm. uh, um, Flash Gordon Minute recommended it. We told him it had already been recommended but 
twice as good. It's a really good movie. And uh, Colossal was great, too. Um, I went into it. I, I saw the trailers, like, when it came out and uh, thought, I, you know, it looks pretty interesting. I'll see that at some point. And then I didn't get around to it until a few weeks ago. Um, and I I was expecting it to be kind of like a quirky comedy uh, from the trailer, and it's not really that. It's uh, it's definitely quirky, but it uh, it went in a very different direction than I thought, and I, I really appreciated that. And um, yeah, I I really recommend it. I think it's on Hulu right now if you have Hulu. Um, uh, Anne Hathaway's great. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is really good. He's kind of a does an unexpected um, performance that you don't quite. Uh, it's a little different from what he usually does. And uh, yeah, colossal. Awesome. Well, I'm going to recommend the Ingmar Bergman film, uh, Fanny Oak Alexander, um, which is the Swedish title. Oh, yeah. Which is almost the same as the American title, except for the middle word. Yeah. Um, Or Fanny and Alexander. Um, And it's a pretty long epic of a film. Um, I think it was like, what, three hours? Mm -hmm. Myrna and I watched it over. I think it's three hours and six minutes. Yeah. Myrna and I watched over the course of maybe like. 10 hours um, kind of put, it, put, it, like, put it on in the morning yeah and then watched it a bit and then like took a break came back to it but it was it was a nice day it was it yeah. was enjoyable it's, it's it's a really really good movie it um it's like a starts off as this costume period drama of a family and you know horrible swedish things happening to them and starts at christmas um there's yeah uh christmas time fun and drama and all that and then gets starts getting real weird and i spent so much of it going what the fuck and there's like weird fantasy elements and like zombie people and there's like a cannibal at one point that comes in and puppets and it gets really crazy um and i would highly recommend it to anybody who's in for a long viewing of a really good weird film so you guys are so much more cultured than i am. i just talked about, i just said another james cameron movie and movies by minutes and you guys are like talking about like avant-garde movies like cine cine well, well granted uh, we are swedish uh, i am swedish and we just got back from sweden and so murren was like let's let's rent a swedish movie and and watch an, an ingmar bergman film so it was also recently Ingmar Bergman's 100th birthday. Yes, yes. While we were in Sweden, actually. Yeah. He looks happened. great, by the way. Yeah, he looks so good. <laughs> he's doing so well. You yeah. know that he's actually younger than Tom Cruise is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that, yeah. And he's great in those Humphrey Bogart movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- he did all his own stunts. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> So awesome. We've got Titanic Minute, we've got Colossal, and then Fanny Alexander. All right. Wow. Well, thank you for being with us, Jonathan. You want to come back for the next minute? Yes. Woo. Thank you. Because that's got that gives me some uh, uh, teeth minutes, some uh, teeth. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, what's his face? Like, uh, uh, the, uh, some Busey? Or are you talking about the lawnmower? Or are you Busey. talking about Gary Busey? Busey. Uh, I'm talking about both Gary Busey and the lawnmower. Okay. One and the same, really. Pappas, 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 Angelo Pappas. Yes, we'll get back to him in a in a bit. All right, I'm excited. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Point Break Minute. Be sure to rate, 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 review, and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, which I think we're still on. And we'll see you next time on another Point Break Minute. Bye. I'm gonna do another ending. I hated that. Uh, See you. See you next time, bro, on another Point Break Minute. (laughs) 
I don't know what that was. It was supposed to be a wave crashing, but it sounded more like an explosion. Yeah. Like the detonation in a small space. You've just been so inspired by Minute Impossible that, yeah. Yeah.